Hello, I'm Jasmine and you're listening to Lifesavers, the podcast by the RNLI, the charity that saves lives at sea. In this series, we've been delving into the lives of different volunteer crew members and lifeguards to find out exactly what it's like for them to be a lifesaver and why they do it. Plus, they've shared the story of the day they'll always remember on the day they saved a life. We went out and he was actually going down tracking fishing tackle. He was quite, quite sore, uh, but it was quite a re- memorable rescue. I was my first time kind of being the main casualty care. It was just really nice to, to help him out. In the final episode of our series, meet the wonderful Georgia Keating, a volunteer lifeboat crew member from Crosshaven. She got rescued by the RNLI twice in the same week, and as soon as she turned 17, she volunteered to join the crew. In this episode, we talk about the amazing friendships Georgia's made since joining the lifeboat crew, and why she's so happy she can be a role model for young girls to look up to. Beautifully, Georgia has asked this episode to be dedicated to her very own Granny Rose, because a lifesaver goes far beyond a volunteer in yellow. It takes a village to save lives at sea, and someone very special. If you've been inspired this series, why not find out how you could become a lifesaver too? From giving a donation to even becoming a volunteer, visit rnli.org forward slash lifesavers podcast for more information. So now, let's hear from Georgia. Growing up, what's your relationship been like with the water? Have you always been around it? So where I live, I'm just literally down up the road from the beach. Um, and when I was younger, my mum brought me and my dad brought me sailing. And I've always been swimming. Like my dad used to bring me swimming um, in the local hotel. So I used to go up there and go swimming with him. And then I started sailing when I was a bit five. And I've ever since then now I've, been doing it and then when I was 17 I joined the crew and we were like so yeah I'm pretty stuck with it now so yeah because you you did join really young didn't you what kind of first got you um to discover the lifeboat crew and know that there was a station nearby uh so I was down in West Cork sailing and I ended up getting rescued uh, twice in the same week so when I came back home I always kind of knew there was a station in the village but I became more aware of it and the lifeboat operations manager, Patsy, came up to my mum. They were talking down the village one day and she said, oh, would you like to join? And mum came back up and was like, George, do you want to join? And then when I turned 17, um, I decided to join. So That's amazing. So being rescued, what went through your mind during that? Well, you said you obviously got rescued twice, but what went through your mind when you got rescued the first time? Was it terrifying it got quite worrying um but like once you saw the the lifeboat coming it was like oh thank god did you kind of still feel scared the second time around or or did you feel a little bit more secure because you knew that there was a lifeboat that could come and rescue you yeah and the the second time it wasn't i was okay the second time mostly but yeah when the lifeboat came in and they were just so helpful to us as well so it was it was great and was it literally that experience of being rescued that made you think you wanted to be on that side of it and volunteer to be on the crew? Yeah, I, I think that was one of the one of the main factors, but also just really interested me, like the whole the whole life saving thing. And even when I went into it, I didn't realise all the training I was going going to get out of it. Mm. Um, and I didn't realise how much I'd like it, but I just joined, and ever since I've I've been in it, so. Um, yeah, I think I think it was just, I was just attracted to it for 
everything that was really the rescuing and helping people so yeah yeah do you remember the day that you signed up what was that like uh, I remember I got a phone call of Kathleen. I went down and um, one, one of my best friends that is in the life boat, we're still very good friends, we joined on the same day. So I remember going down and meeting her and um, it was really nice. We were and we went down and had a tour of the station and the, the monthly meeting was on. So we have a monthly meeting on uh, every month with all the crew. Mm. And we went down and we met everyone. And I remember just finding the paperwork and... Then we had to go up there. Um, yeah, we just had a look around the station. It was brilliant, and we got like shown how to do our short and stuff. I think myself and Jenna were on probation for about six months, and then we got put on to the crew. So it was quite quick that we put on, but it was brilliant. So amazing. Had you guys known each other before you got to the station, or did you just become friends from being on the crew? Uh, so Jenna would be a few years older than me, but um, like, we kind of knew of each other. Mm. In the village, because where, we, where we're from is really small, but no, we weren't like friends beforehand, and we're we're quite good friends now. Yeah, it's we're we're quite close now, and it's been really nice to have a friend in the life station like that. Like everyone, everyone's so friendly in there, but yeah, that's that's one friendship that stood out to me. So that's so nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And are you the youngest lifeboat crew member at your station? Uh, I used to be, but um, then. Two other girls joined that I, I would have known through sailing, um, and they they were 17 when they joined as well, so now they're the two youngest. It's, it's really good to have young people in the station, I think. Mm. Like, it it really helps, and it brings down the age of all the crew, so I think they have to do Did you feel at all, having, you know, being, being a young crew member yourself, and also the newer crew members who are coming in who are younger as well, do you ever feel like you have to prove yourself to an extent? I, I don't think there's never been any pressure on me to prove myself to anyone and it, it goes for all the crew. We're all put into like a place where we all feel comfortable mm. and I know at any time I can say to the helm, if I'm not comfortable, that, look, I don't want to do this, um, can we swap there, can we do something else there, look, you're going too quickly, can you slow down? I, I don't feel any pressure to do anything and if I don't know how to do something, even now, I'll just say, look, I don't know how to do this, can you run over this with me again? The helm or any of the other crew will be more than happy to help me to brush uh, up on it. So it, it is really good. That's brilliant. It sounds like um, like you've gained quite a lot of confidence and, and being able to, you know, to say when you need things to go slower or if you're in a situation where you don't feel comfortable and, and you feel able to speak up, that's really good. Yeah, uh, it definitely. I think it definitely has helped me develop as a person joining the crew. I don't know. I could when I joined when I was seventeen. I, I, you know, I was, I was young. I still am young, but um, it's definitely helped me to kind of become me now. So it's, it's really good being able to join, and it's such a big part of my life now. I can't really see me giving it up at any stage soon. So hopefully, it'll <laughs> always be part of my life somehow. So am I right in thinking you are uh, 19 at the moment? Yeah, yeah. And you're at college, aren't you, full-time? Yeah, I am. How do you find being able to kind of balance college and coursework and being a 19-year-old and seeing your friends and volunteering kind of all at the same time? Uh, Sometimes it can get difficult. Like, if there is a show and I'm planning on going somewhere, you have to drop everything, but... um, yeah, I, I don't really, I, I can always have my, like, I obviously have to put 
school workforce sometimes and that was hard during my leaving cert which was like my final year exams like to like not go on kind of just focus on school when it's such like an important thing to me and then even now I can do my college work and then at night time I go out training on the rifle and it is like a really good escape just to go out and kind of forget about everything and go out for a few hours and train if I, if I get a shout of this kind of head and then people will be giving out saying oh where's she gone and I get the shout but um, one of my really good friends um, Caitlin she's in the Coast Guard in Crosshaven so there's always kind of a, a rivalry between the two of us cause, mm-hmm. uh, but it's very funny so at least my group of friends do understand how it is because there's two of us uh, that are involved in the emergency in Crosshaven so Quite good, and we're able to talk to each other about it. And I think it's, we, we, we are really good friends because of it. So it sounds like you can you almost kind of use the uh being on the crew as, as a chance to switch off from everything else. That sounds like your kind of leisure time, yeah. It, it, it is a big hobby for me, um, and as well as being like a big passion of mine, and it, it's just a big part of my life, as I said already. But when, when you're out in the water, um, it's really nice to just kind of switch off and get into the mode of training and learning new stuff when you're out in the boat with the crew and yeah it's, it's really nice oh that's lovely do you um do you find you get a bit of a buzz from being kind of so busy and having so many things to focus on or do you think you're actually a bit of an introvert at heart but you just sort of come out of your shell a bit when you're on the crew uh, i i think that like I, I love the buzz of doing everything i love being busy and um, so that definitely keeps me busy like i'd always be in it sometimes going down to the station and always trying to do stuff but I definitely think it ha- has helped me come out of my shell because I've been able to do so much with the lifeboat and given so many opportunities like um, a few weeks ago for the All-Ireland semi-final in the hurling I got to go up and stand on the side of the pitch and I met so many different crew members that day and just talking to different people and it definitely has helped me come out of my shell going around to different schools um, I, do, I do that a little bit with the education teams to talk to children and stuff and it's helped me to come out because I've had to talk to people uh, so it's definitely it's brilliant I, I love it I, that sounds brilliant do you ever get um, if you're going around to the schools and things do, do, do the kids or teachers or anything are they a bit surprised to see you turn up are they expecting kind of a big beardy lifeboat man <laughs> yeah definitely uh, but I like I've had so many comments saying like it's brilliant for especially if it's girls it's brilliant for them to see me um, mm. there because they, they can kind of oh my god it's not just guys who can do this and it's, it's nice for them to see me uh, and it always makes me feel really happy when I know that I've kind of helped them uh, and I love talking to them as well like they always get so excited trying on the seats and everything like that so it's really nice but I something like that when I was growing up as well it would have been really cool so it's nice to see it now that I can help and even the other girls in the station they're always doing it as well so we're always trying to you know pull up the female crews so we're, we're getting there at the moment it was good for you us staying there so <laughs> what was it like um telling your friends that you were joining a lifeboat crew were they surprised at all um so when I when I was in the year that I joined I had new schools so I moved to a school in town uh, which in Cork City, sorry. And um, the, the girls in Crosshaven obviously knew I joined, but when I when I went into the new school in town, um, they were kind of like, oh, what, what do you do and all this? And I was like, oh, I'm in the lifeboat crew. So everyone kind of thought, oh my God, that's, that's kind of a strange one. So 
yeah, it was, uh, people people are shocked when you tell them, or even if I'm uh, fundraising, a lot of people don't believe that I'm in the crew. Mm. They're kind of like, you're not a crew member, are you? So it's kind of like, yeah, I really am, I really am, I spend so much time with it. So, yeah, it's funny um, when you get asked, are you actually in the crew and stuff? So. That's really nice. Because I remember when I was sort of 19 or being at college or uni, there's there's a weird pressure to feel like you have to fit in and do what everyone else is doing. And it's quite a, a unique hobby, isn't it, to, to be a crew member? Yeah, yeah. I doing it and I wouldn't stop doing it just because of that. And I, I still have a perfectly normal college life as well. I can't say that I don't. So, That's yeah, amazing. I'm not missing out on anything by joining the crew. And I'm definitely getting a lot more out of it than yeah I think so that's brilliant <laughs> what kind of situations do you get called out to uh, it, it literally could be anything uh, from towing boats back into uh, injuries to um, I just went like boat sinking uh, falling off their moorings uh, literally anything mm. and does it does it ever scare you you must have to go out in quite rough weather sometimes as well kind of being on the coast the, the rough weather never really gets me. Um, I'm always so, like, I know the lifeboat and the helms know its capabilities and what it's able to do. And we're, we're, we will never be launched if it's too unsafe for us to do so. The motto that we have on the boat is crew boat task. And so the crew is always going to come first. Um, and, yeah, I, I wouldn't be scared of the weather because I know that we're always going to be safe on the boat and the boat can take it. But if we're... If we're called out to a shape where it's somebody injured or it's somebody's life in danger, it is you do get kind of a, a shock and the adrenaline starts running, but you kind of calm back down and you're giving capabilities to make sure that you are calm when you're going out to these sort of things. So mm. that's amazing because I, I really can't imagine being able to face that at 19 years old. And yeah, I think you're incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I know from uh, from obviously from chats that we've had previously that you've had a, a really amazing rescue story that you always remember as the day you saved a life. Can you tell me what happened? Uh, so basically we got a shout, and it was, I think it was a Thursday, it was around 11 o'clock and we went out and he has, he was actually getting down tracking fishing tackle. He was quite quick sore, uh, but it was quite a re- memorable rescue as my first time kind of being the main casualty care. And uh, we went out and I got onto the boat and uh, I got on with the first aid kit and we sat him down and just looked at his arm and tried to bandage it up as much as possible until the other county pair could get on to He helped me then and we brought him into the station and waited for the ambulance to come and it was just really nice to, to help him out and you know, he said thank you afterwards and it was just a nice experience with a rescue so... Did you feel, if you were the first kind of casualty carer to go on and help him, was there any kind of pressure surrounding you at that point or did you feel really ready for it? I, I was quite nervous going on, um, but I, I've done so many of the casualty care courses that I was kind of prepared for it and I wasn't, I wasn't feeling as nervous um, as I thought I would have, so it was, it was good. I knew what to do when I got there. What could have happened to him if, if you guys weren't there to help? Uh, he he was bleeding quite a lot, so I think that that would have been the main thing that he he would just bleed um, too much. So yeah, it could have turned really nasty. Yeah, yeah. Do you find it easy to leave anything stressful that happens on a rescue behind with you, or do you find you you sometimes take it home and and need to talk about it with family or friends? Um, no, I think 
like if there is anything that happens we always we're always asked at the end of the rescues everyone okay so they don't need to talk about anything and I think that it's all, we're always able to cope with it there's nothing really nothing really gets taken from the station and we're always offered help if we need it in the station so it's, it's really good and I'd be able to talk to the crew or the helm or anyone down there to help me if I needed it there's such a nice level of trust there isn't there yeah yeah what for you are the the highlights about volunteering uh like the the amount of friends i've made through the the lifeboat is brilliant and just being down in the station it's been something to do for me and and go out in the boat i i love the water so and the the rescuing people the adrenaline from that and the the sense of satisfaction from it and going around to the schools and seeing all the kids so excited to see you and uh, I got to go up to the CH which is Cork University Hospital to the Children's Ward for Heroes Day and to be considered one of the so-called heroes with uh, the likes of like people like um, some people I really like like Peter O'Mani who's an Irish rugby player and um, like there was just so many people there that I looked up to that I was considered one of them in the hospital so it was really nice and the kids were just as excited to see me and all the lifeboats the the guards the firemen the like the guide dogs it was brilliant and yeah there's just so much that I get out of it that I, I really I, there's so much I can't explain that I get out of it so and I love that um that you kind of got to be amongst the people that you look up to and and know that people are looking up to you too that's so nice yeah my last question for you if you could speak to the Georgia before you joined the lifeboat crew before you got rescued at sea when you were 17 what would you tell her and what would you want her to know about the person you are now <laughs> um, I'd say I'm a lot more confident anyway um, and uh, join the lifeboat crew I'd say that would be the two things I'd say to her that's nice Oh, thank you so much for talking to me. I've really loved it. And it's really nice to hear what it's like for you. No, definitely. Thank you so much, Georgia. No problem. Thank you so much to Georgia. I really love chatting with her. And if you enjoyed it too, it would mean so much to us if you could give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It will really help other people find our series and hear our stories. The RNLI is completely reliant on the generosity of the public they don't receive any government funding so every rescue is powered by the incredible support of people like you thank you so much for listening to this series of lifesavers we'll see you again soon